Welcome to Excel Boats on the X Podcast, powered by Mud Buddy Motors. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. The only podcast to bring you insights on the world of hunting, fishing, and boating. With your host, J. Paul Jackson. You don't say much, do you? Now, load up and side in. This is On the X. Welcome to the Excel Boats on the X Podcast, powered by Mud Buddy Motors. I'm your host, J. Paul Jackson, and today, once again this week, I'm joined by my handsome and charming co-host from Salt Lake City, Mr. Jason Croxford at the uh, Excel Boats Mud Buddy Home Offices. And also, Jason and I today have a really, really special guest. Um, over the last few weeks, we've been talking to several members of our pro staff, and uh, today with us, we have longtime Excel Boats pro staff member and Catfish Pro Mr. George Young Jr. George, welcome to the podcast, brother. Great to be here, Jay Paul. Great to be here with you too, Jason. You too, man. I am super pumped to have you on the show here with us. Uh, Jay Paul and I have been talking about it for a while, and we're glad to get you on here. Yeah, we felt like it would be a really good addition. You know, we had a. We had Chad Wallen last week. I think you were busy tied up with your uh, with your day job a little bit. And so uh, we wanted to get you on here. Of course, kind of fun talking to Chad. He told us he would be uh, fishing uh, the, the master bait and tackle catfish trail this year. <laughs> what's, the, was, what's that slogan again? <laughs> I can't remember, J-Paul. <laughs> this is, George, are you familiar with master bait and tackle? I've never heard of it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, it doesn't come that far south. <laughs> Honest to goodness, in Indiana this year, there is a company, the Master Bait and Tackle Company is uh, putting on a catfish trail this year. And uh, their slogan is, and I'm not making this up, guys. You can Google it. Their slogan is, you can't beat our bait. <laughs> 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 oh man, whoever came up with that is genius. <laughs> oh Lord, uh, that's kind of like a rod uh, rod cover sponsor I had a few years ago, the rod condom. That ain't no joke. I, I just couldn't come up with it. It was a great product, but I just couldn't promote it. <laughs> I know you're telling the truth because I've actually seen that product before. And uh, it blew my mind the first time that I saw that. But anyway, we had Chad last week. I'll, I'll pull us back up onto the main highway here. We had Chad with us last week. Georgia, man, I know I've been talking to you a whole bunch over the, the last several days and really excited about a lot of the cool stuff that we've been going on and now you uh you fish a lot i know on the tournament trail but you also uh host from what i understand in catfishing there are uh three big events every year and uh so let's start out tell us a little bit about the trail you fish and then let's talk about the big three which i know you host one of those events but what are you fishing this year well i will fish the uh the other two big events, other than my own, I can't fish my own. But uh, the monsters on the Ohio up in Owensboro, Kentucky, in October, I would definitely fish that. That's a big event. That's a 150 to 200 boat tournament every year. And then also the Winter Blues tournament, uh, which is in January, the 
it's actually the first weekend of January of every year. I'll fish that event. It's a, it's, I think they had 195 boats this past year or this year, just a few months ago, but, uh, I'll definitely fish those two events and I'll fish some Cabela King cat, uh, events around the country. And I don't get to do as much uh, tournament fishing as I used to because of running my own tournament. It takes up a lot of my time. And so I do more promoting for my sponsors and, and running that tournament more than I do tournament fishing anymore. So what kind of turnouts do you see at these catfish shows, George? Oh, man, it, it, uh, it's unbelievable what it's done in the last five years. Uh, uh, you know, it's a big event. I mean, it's nothing. You know, like I said, 150 to 200 boats, uh, three, four, five thousand people in attendance at these events. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah, at the at these uh, like Cabela's King Cat uh, Trail, uh, the Twisted Cat Trail up in uh, Missouri. Uh, I could just name, I could not just keep naming them, but I mean this, you know, on average monthly tournament, fifty to seventy boats oh, per wow. event, and that's a good that's a good number when you're talking about a trail. Uh, now we have these super events, these one day events, which we draw a lot bigger numbers, but you know, it's a, it's, it's just a one day thing, one time a year thing. And so we really concentrate a lot of time in on those events to make them really big. Uh, but you know, if you look, if you look at like the crappie trails, I mean, the catfish people are, you know, uh, doing just as good and, and better in a lot of cases. And even a lot of the local bass trails, I mean, we're actually, you know, beating their numbers. So catfishing is growing uh, just leaps and bounds. And my good buddy, Bill Dance, uh, which I fish with a lot, uh, he's, he's, you know, done the studies on this stuff. And catfishing is the fastest growing sport that there is today. Wow. And Bill Dance. Uh, and, and, and it, uh, Bill Dance is actually a long-term catfisherman, if I'm correct there, right? Yeah, his bread and butter is bass, but his passion, I, I shouldn't say it, but it's catfish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't I, know if you'd agree with that. That's what I'm saying. But no, Bill, <laughs> Bill loves the catfish. Uh, we catfish at least 20 to 30 trips uh, per summer on the Mississippi River. Uh, I actually put Bill on his biggest three catfish of his life, and the biggest being 110 pounds. Oh, which man. missed the Tennessee state record, missed the Tennessee state record by two pounds. <laughs> wow, that's pretty dang impressive. That's insane. One hundred ten pounds. The picture holding a fish like that or getting catfish slapped. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, me and Bill were just becoming friends back then, and uh, once I put him on that fish. We've been best buddies ever since. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first date. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. I made a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, speaking of being catfish slapped, uh, how many have you been cat slapped pretty good before, George? Oh, oh if you've done any, if you've done any trophy catfishing, you've been cat slapped. <laughs> <laughs> I so I got to know. Uh, I mean, is it? And like the reason is. Oh, go ahead. I tell you the reason. The reason is, man, it, it normally happens at tournaments, and the reason is we keep those fish in those big live wells, and we run pure oxygen on them because we want to keep them healthy and alive. And when they come out of there, they are like—I mean, like they're on steroids, buddy. They are <laughs> excited and they are fast. <laughs> 
<laughs> so and, and would, they, they come out of that lot fighting. Would you rather get slapped by your wife or by a catfish? Oh, by a catfish, any day. <laughs> <laughs> any day, because I'm, I'm, I'm having fun when I get slapped by a catfish. If I'm getting slapped by my wife, it's just a bad day. <laughs> I hear you, buddy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> 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 Man, well, you know, it, it, it is a super, super fast growing sport. And what's amazing to me is the number of, of new trails. I mean, we were just talking about, you know, the master bait and tackle trail. And I'm sorry, I cannot say that without smiling. <laughs> but, but there's also in Mississippi, oh, I know, golly. You know, I, I, I don't want to go back where we were before completely, but it reminds me, I'm when I was when I was in college, uh, there was a place that we used to go, and it, it was a butcher shop, and it was Mike's Meat Market, and the slogan was, "Mike's Meat Mike's Meat Market. You might beat our prices, but you can't beat our meat." And that was really the slogan on the door. <laughs> oh, Lord, our editing's making that. Is this X-rated? Hey, that's true. It was on the door of the shop, okay? And Mike's two boys worked in the shop. And it was so funny to hear his 10-year-old answer the phone. Mike's meat market, you might beat our prices, but you can't beat our meat. Can I help you? I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. But anyhow, anyhow, you got the master bait and tackle trail that's, you know, starting up there. Um uh, the Mississippi Catfish Trail is another trail that's uh, what they're in their second year. Is that correct, George? Yes, they're in their second year, and, and them boys have really worked hard. Uh, and, I mean, when I told you earlier, you know, 50 to 60 boat tournaments are great on a trail. Now, that's, you know, that's normally trails that have been around for a while. Now, these boys are having 50, 60 boat uh, tournaments, and they've only been around two years. No, so, I mean, they're working their tails off. They're promoting hard. Uh, you know, they're doing it right. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. But, you know, it's so cool to see the way that the sport is growing out there. And, of course, fishing is so popular in the United States. And it's one area that actually, you know, is seeing a lot of growth. I know in hunting, particularly in waterfowling, which is where I've been mainly, you know, based for the last several years, uh, we're working to to just hold our ground and not slip too far behind. But fishing, particularly catfishing, um, as a sport, it's just the opposite. It's starting to really, really grow out there. What do you attribute that to, George? Uh, well, I attribute it mainly to uh, the trophy aspect of the sport. You know, catfishing's been around a long time, and I mean, it's it's always been a big sport, but it's uh, you know, it's been table fare. It's been uh, go catch, you know, five, six pound eaters. Uh, you grew up with your dad and grandpa's running trot lines. You know, catfish, you know, it's been around a long time. But the trophy aspect of it, where else can you go without going to saltwater to catch the size of fish you can catch with a catfish? Yeah. So that, you know, that is appealing to people uh, when they see. Uh, these guys at these tournaments, uh, when they see all, you know, so, and I contribute a lot of it to social media too, to getting the word out on trophy catfishing. But when they see the size of these fish, they want to be a part of it. I mean, you know, 
catching 50, 60, 70, even, you know, over hundred pound fish, uh, right here in the state, right here in freshwater, you know, and doing it all over the state. And, you know, that, that's what I think it is. I think it's, uh, the trophy uh, side of the sport is what's making it grow. Uh, because, you know, catfishing, like I say, has been around a long time. And, uh, until the trophy aspect got into it, it was just kind of at a low. Well, and you're, you're, you're definitely starting to see, too, a lot of millennials on Facebook or Instagram starting to get into catfishing as well, even as far as noodling, you know? Right, yeah, no, noodling, you know, is, is big here in the South. Uh, a lot of people do it. You know, you've, you've got some naysayers on it, and, and that's fine, too. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't see anything wrong with noodling as long as they – you know, respect it like we do on Catch Them One Rod and Reel. Use CPR, you know, uh, release the big ones. Yeah. Only take what you need. If you, ha if you have to keep a big one to eat, you know, you, you know that you're right. But, uh, as, you know, overall, we all want to preach CPR. And, and uh, no matter how you take the fish out of the water, it, you know, if it's a big br uh, breeder fish, you want to try to release that fish healthy and safe. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But that's just being responsible. There's a lot. You know, there's a lot of. There's a lot of controversy on that noodling, and I personally know some people that do it. And uh, they say when you know, I've heard this a lot. When you take that fish off the nest, uh, they don't go back, but they do. I mean, they know they when you put them back in that water, they know that water just like you know the inside of your house. Yeah, exactly. They go right back. Yeah. You know, so, uh, I, when I was a kid, I've done it a little bit, George, when I was a kid with my grandfather. And uh, first of all, you know, in a lot of areas of the country, when it comes around here, we didn't call it noodling. We, you know, when I was growing up, we called it grabbling. But because um, well, we, we, call, we called it hogging. Hogging. Yeah. Heard the same thing. <laughs> I hogging, like that grabbing. one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of times in some of these rivers around here, you, you're not getting them where they're on the nest um, spawning necessarily. You know, a lot of these big cats right. just like to get up into those cuts and stumps and holes just because it's a place where they feel safe. And it's where bait fish feel safe also, you know, and, and a lot of the forage they eat on. Um, so, you know, I, I think that a lot of times – as a sport, noodling gets a bad rap because it's not always taking, you know, fish off of the nest by any means. And, you know, right. You just, exactly. A, a catfish is a structure based animal. Mm -hmm. uh, he, a, 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 flat, a flathead catfish, especially a, a flathead catfish doesn't just roam the water unless he's feeding. When yeah. he lays down to rest, he's in a log, he's behind a log, he's in a brush pile, he's in a hole in the bank. That, that's his home, even when he's not nesting. The only time he's out in the river is when he's feeding or if he's, you know, in an ambush point behind something. Uh, now, blue is a little di different story. A blue cat's a roaming. He'll, he'll roam. He'll move. He'll, he'll go all over the place. But uh, a flathead is a stationary fish. So, yeah, you, you, a lot of the noodling goes on. It's not, you know, they're grappling a lot of those fish all times of year when they're not nesting. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I don't think it's always fair to, to give it such a bad rep. And look, it's just another sport. You know, it's just another part of fishing. I mean, you know, you can fish with a rod and reel. You can fish with a yo-yo. You can fish with a trot line. You can fish with a net. You can fish with your hands. You can fish with a spear. You can fish with a bow and arrow. I, I don't think that we really have a, you know, a right to, 
take a look at what someone else is doing as a sport that's legal and, you know, not unethical and, you know, bash on it until you know a lot more about it. And I think that's just yeah, common, and, and, common sense, you know, being respectful um, and responsible while you're doing it. And if that's, that's big game hunting, you know, that's waterfowl hunting, everything. Well, I, I can tell you the quickest way to get somebody not to see your way, and that's to bash them. <laughs> Amen. You, if you, uh, you know, we're all fishermen, we're all hunter, hunters, we, you know, we, we got to get along. We may not agree with the guy that's noodling, or we may not agree with the guy that's running trot lines or whatever. But in order, if you want that guy to see things the way you see them, then you talk to that guy and explain to him your viewpoint. You do not start bashing him and running him down and calling him every name under the foot, you know, and uh, that's not the way to do it. It's like two politicians going head to head. They'll never solve anything sitting there bashing each other. No, I agree. You know, it, yeah. yeah, and, uh, you know, I, that's just who I've always been. I've got my beliefs and what I think uh, as far as, you know, trophy catfishing. Uh, you know, I, I, I think it ought to be done on a rod and reel. Uh, I think all big fish ought to be released unless you need that fish. I'm not going to tell anybody if they need that fish to eat that they can't keep that fish if it's legal. Uh, but, I'm not going to go out and bash other people's techniques or, or ways of life the way they do things. I'm going to try to educate them in the way I think. No, oh, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, real quick, sorry to get off topic here, George. Um, it just came back to me. Last, I think it was about a week or so, a month ago, I swore I saw you in uh, Bass Pro Shops. Uh, you have your own fishing line, do you? Yes, I have a uh, uh, George Young Junior uh, catfish tackle. It's uh, through B and M Rod Company. Uh, it's my signature stuff. But yeah, we have that in uh, Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's Academy, and it's just we just come out with the line last year, so it's it's steadily growing. Uh, last year we just had it in Bass Pro. This year we've got it in, in Cabela's and Academy, and all you know a bunch of small retailers around the country but it's a, it's growing fast and it's doing really good so are these uh you know are are these things that you have a say in like hey i approve of this and not this or can you kind of go over that a little bit yeah i actually uh design well some of the product i actually designed i handmade these products uh which now they're, you know, they're mass produced because there's no way I can keep up with demand hand making them. Yeah. But, uh, I have three, I have three different, uh, three way swivels, uh, that we have that I handmade and our, uh, company reproduce, reproduces the exact ones that I made. I have a, uh, what's called a pro sinker slide. It's too hard to explain it, but it's a real unique, uh, sinker slide that I designed. And then I have your regular typical sinker slide. And then a, a real a product that I'm real proud of is, is a chain swivel. We all, we use a bunch of chain swivels in catfishing. Yeah. And, but most of your chain swivels, if you get up over a hundred pound clash, they're kind of big and bulky. So I've wanted to come up with a, a hundred pound plus chain swivel that was small and slender aerodynamic didn't you know not a lot of water resistant and and we did that we produced that product i'm really proud of that product and we also have i have three different hooks uh 
that are hooks that I didn't design them. Uh, anybody knows anything about hooks? There's a few big companies that make all hooks. Yeah. And I picked out the hook. I picked out the hooks that I like best, and I put my name on them. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's awesome. But yeah, the, uh, the, the that line of tackle is doing really, really well, and I'm really proud of it. And I'm really proud of being him uh, for believing in me and 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 going forward with that project. Well, that's pretty impressive. I mean, it says a lot about a guy. You know, two things here. One it says a lot about a guy when you're well known enough in your sport that one of the major players, BNM, is a huge player. You know, if you don't uh, catfish or crappie fish, you may not be familiar with BNM, but in both the crappie and the catfish world and rods and poles, they are a huge player. So to have your own signature line says a lot about you as, you know, where you stand in the sport. But the other thing, what you were saying earlier about, you know, not bashing and being respectful says a lot about why you're one of our ambassadors and you are such a good ambassador for catfishing uh, competitively as a whole, George. Uh, I think that that's pretty doggone cool that we've got somebody here on the pro staff that, you know, is recognized as a great ambassador of the sport, both individually and commercially. Exactly. I appreciate that, guys. Uh, you know, I, I believe a man's integrity is everything. You know, and and we all can't be perfect. We're going to make mistakes, but you better do your best uh, to do your best. And uh, the best advice I can give any anybody wanting to be a pro staffer or, or get in, you know, a pro being a pro fisherman is, man, quit that that Facebook drama. <laughs> <laughs> That man, that that will get you. That will get you in trouble quick and in a hurry. Hey, man, I agree completely. I mean, if you want, if you really wanted to hurt your reputation or the reputation of the people around you, you know, you can do it quick with social media. It's such a powerful tool for building, and I like the way that you use yours as a building block. You know, and there, I know we've got a whole lot of response on this new addition to our Cat Pro series, the Storm Cat from just a lot of the posts that you've made, George. Yeah, that, that new storm cat, man, I'm telling you, that's the catch me out, buddy. Uh, Excel has went far and beyond on that boat. And there was a lot of good minds, you know, that went into that boat and, and Excel listened and, and they did their part of, you know, doing what it took to put that boat together. And, uh, I mean, I've, I've fished out of a lot of different boats in my career. And I, I've yet, I mean, that is, not because I'm an XL pro. That is the top of the line catfish boat that I've ever laid my eyes on. Yeah, you were actually one of the very first to get to lay your eyes on it. <laughs> Marketing. Yeah, I, you know, I actually, I actually seen that boat when it was being built, when it was just aluminum, and uh, after it was built, and, and uh, I probably was the first one to ever hook it to a truck. No, I probably, I might not have been, but I was at least the second person to ever hook it to a truck. Oh man, it was we over at marketing. We were like, George is getting photos before us, man. You know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, well, that might be my fault there. I I, I like to cheat every now and then. I wasn't gonna call you out on it, but that's it exactly. I got cheated on that, Jason. Let me tell you what I went over there in this boat, and it was just aluminum at that point. It had been on the water because DJ, before they even painted the boat. We had to test the hole to make sure that our design program really was accurate, which, you know, we do that with every brand new model. A lot of people don't realize that, but 
all of our models are engineered by professional boat designers. We have some of the most sophisticated um, CAD equipment for our computers for doing this. But even after all that, we still take each and every new model out on the water for an initial test run. And let me tell you, George can attest to this because he's been there. There are several holes sitting in the weeds, you know, out back of the Excel boat plant that will never see the light of day because they spent thousands of dollars to build this new hole and then take it out for its test run and it doesn't perform. And rather than trying to rebuild it, we just scrap it and move on. And uh, so that boat had been taken out. It had been tested on the water. We knew it was a real deal, but you know, basically I was threatened. No, no, don't take any pictures of it. You can't share that. It's all top secret. <laughs> Hell, I come home three days later, I sign on Facebook and there's George Young with the boat. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I can't I came into work the next day saying, all right, who's got pictures? I need those. <laughs> Oh yeah. I, I asked I asked permission, man. I did, I promise. <laughs> they said, Yeah, go right. I think I was just asking some worker in the corner, but he said, Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> oh Lord, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> oh Lord. One thing though oh, I well. I do give you props for um is you are a great ambassador for that new cat, Stormcat. And, um, you know, most of the time in marketing companies, you have someone leak footage and sometimes it could go really bad. And um, it's actually been great that you were able to help out and that you're still helping out and that you are getting that information out because, um, you know, you're definitely helping with that positive outlook on the Stormcat, which it exactly needs because as you touched base on, that new Stormcat is an amazing boat. And I'm actually jealous I haven't even been able to ride in it yet. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you, I don't know. Who, I, go ahead, George. No, I would just say I hadn't got through either. I have. Well, by golly, I've driven it. I've had it, I've had it up to 58 miles an hour. Okay. <laughs> I, I've driven that damn boat like I stole it. Let me tell you, I have. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it flat out performed. And I may not have been the first one to hook it up to a trailer, but I know who's pulled it the furthest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You just you just spent some windshield time last couple of days with it. Oh my gosh. You know what? It is a long, long way from Mountain View, Arkansas to Toledo, Ohio. And let me tell you, I can tell you from firsthand experience over the weekend, you can't get from Mountain View, Arkansas to Toledo, Ohio without going a bunch of other places. You probably don't want to go first, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh, man. But, yeah, I did. I took it up to Toledo over the weekend to our friends at American Canvas, going to show them a little bit of love there. And, George, when you do finally get that boat, man, they are putting a beautiful, removable uh, top on it. They've got side curtains that they're building for it. I mean, this boat is going to be revolutionary in the world uh, of sport fishing in aluminum boats, not just cat fishing. I mean, the options, the, the performance, the look, the ride on this boat are like nothing that, you know, we not only nothing we've ever built before here at XL, but nothing that most people in sport fishing. It, it, in this part of the country have even seen 
You, and Jay Paul, you and I were just talking about this the other day too. It's it's almost a family boat. You can trick the wife into buying you the boat, and then when it's summertime, you can take them out on it. Oh, no doubt. I was telling <laughs> Lynn Foreman yesterday, man, I may get rid, rid of my Bay Pro and get a Storm Cat, but I might need him to like, you know, put it in some pretty shiny colors and maybe put a little upholstery <laughs> in front of that walk through windshield where I can make the kids think that we bought a ski boat because <laughs> you could. The whole shot that this boat, George, did you see the videos of the whole shot? I, that I Man, I, I seen that. I mean, it, that boat. It, when you shot, it's just, it's just there. It's on plane and it's going. I mean, it, it looks like it's over halfway open just instantly. Yeah, it was just amazing. Yeah. That boat come out. And when you turn it in that cove, you had it oh. back in that cove. Yeah, and then you turn that boat yeah. down. I mean, you're just on plane. There's no raising up. There's no nothing. You're just on plane and you're gone. Literally less than two from a standing start, you throw that throttle all the way down, and literally in less than two seconds, you're up on plane. And in somewhere between four and five seconds, we were breaking 40 miles an hour. It takes a little bit longer to go that last little bit from 40 to 55, but zero right. to 40 is like an Italian sports car. I mean, it's so just. So if, if you have a nagging wife and you're out fishing, this is the boat because you can hook out of there, get back home in no time. Oh, yeah, no yeah, doubt right. about it. <laughs> or you can set her on the back of the boat and just gun it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My wife listens to the podcast. Please, Jeffrey Whitlock, our editor, edit that out of there, okay? <laughs> No, leave that in. Yeah. <laughs> what happens on the podcast stays on the podcast. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's it. <laughs> there you go. Now, now I know why you struck that up there as ball sauce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Man, well, the, the boat really is performing, and we're going to get to test it out really soon. And I'll tell you, George and I have been working for the last couple of days, uh, We've got guys. Um, if you want to follow George, um, you can find him on Facebook, George Young Jr. You can also find uh, there. Do you have a Facebook page for the Mississippi River Monsters Tournament? Also, don't you, George? Yes, we have. A, I have a my my personal page, and then I have a George Young Jr. Outdoors page, and I also have a Mississippi River Monsters page, and that's the page. You know, we run our big event through that page. And just to let you know, we've got some exciting stuff coming this year, and Excel's going to be a big part of that with the Mississippi River Monsters. Yeah, that's uh, what I was about to allude to. You know, every, we can't tell you about it today. Um, you know, Jason, I'm not even sure I can tell you about it without shooting you, but uh, <laughs> I can tell you we've been working. George has been, not we, George has been working with our owner, Glenn Foreman. And uh, if, if you don't already follow George on social media, you need to be following because there's going to be some really, really exciting news released um, probably within this the week. Next this week. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to tell you something right now, George. You better register me for the MRM then because I, I guarantee I know what it's going to be, and I definitely want to be there. Yeah, well, it's not going to be actually – it's not actually going to be at the MRM, but uh, uh, just uh, – It's going to be – it's going to be good. <laughs> That's all you can say. 
Just hey, yeah, leave, leave, leave September the 1st open on your calendar if you're a catfisherman. That's all I can say about that right now. <laughs> September the 1st. That's right. It, it needs to be uh, it needs to be left open up there because we're going to be doing some pretty cool that's, stuff. That's right. And uh, I think me and you, Jay Paul, we're going to – we got another little deal we're going to work on uh, this summer that's pretty exciting too. Oh, man, I can't wait. Now, we can talk about that a little bit. So, you know, we just finished okay. – we finished our big boat giveaway um, up in Evansville, Indiana, a couple of weeks ago with our F4 Epic. And, and I always called it, because we're Excel Boats, our Epic Excellent boat giveaway yeah and uh, we've got some other really exciting giveaways coming this uh summer and fall there might even be a boat involved in one of those who knows but i can tell you what definitely is involved uh we're gonna have a day out on the water with george young jr and uh probably another special guest and, and myself and somebody's going to win that trip. And I'll tell you what, I'm really looking forward to that getting in the boat with you and, and uh, you can tell who the other guest is if you want, I'm going to leave that up to you, but that's going to be a really yeah, cool. We, uh, uh, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough schedule to schedule, but I'm going to make it happen. And we're going to get Mr. Dance in the boat with us. Oh, wow. That's uh -huh. amazing. And it don't matter if we catch a fish. I promise you the best time of your life because he will keep you laughing all day long. <laughs> Those bloopers are real. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to I want to get a good cat slap for Bill during that trip that he can put on his blooper reel. But, yeah, Jason Croxford, I'm going to be in the boat, not only with George, which is a pleasure in itself. I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to that. I uh, guy, I, Bill tell the truth. <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> Tell the truth, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, I do look to be in the boat with you. But let me tell you, I grew up a bass fisherman when I was a kid. I mean, uh, um, <laughs> my GPA in college when I first started would have been a heck of a lot better if I hadn't known about bass fishing. And every every <laughs> time Bill, when I was a kid, had a new book come out, my father um, had been in the National Guard with uh, his longtime producer, Tony Mack. And and Tony would get Bill to autograph a copy of his books um, when a new one would come out and would send it to me. And I mean, I, they literally are dog-eared. I grew up watching Bill dance every Saturday morning on Memphis television, WMC TV5. Uh, he, he would come on every Saturday morning, and I watched it religiously. So now, I mean, I'm a... <laughs> long-time grown man and i'm as excited as a little kid about this trip george george is gonna have to keep uh, you straight <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you a little story that's kind of funny to me and uh it's actually pretty awesome too uh when i was i don't know i was about 20 20 years old uh my sister her her little boy had a birthday party and I know y'all remember the Power Rangers. Yeah. And uh, they had a, they had a Power Ranger birthday party for him. And we all went, you know, the family went to the birthday party. And I don't remember who had the video camera out, my dad or somebody. But anyway, I seen this video just here a while back, this old video. And on that video, they they turned to me and they said, and I say. I guess it was um, my mom that had the video because I say mom on the on the on the 
tape, I, I say, Mom, I said, how come I didn't have birthdays like this when I was little? All I ever wanted was go fishing with Bill Dance. <laughs> and and I, I never dreamed that, you know, 10, 15 years later, I would be on Bill Dance Outdoors doing TV shows with him and, and going to ICAST with him and going to Bass Pro openers with him and just fishing for fun with him. I, I never, you know, in a million years, I ever dreamed that would really happen. And it did. You know, it's just, uh, I look back at that tape when I was just a kid, or I say a kid, 20 year old, which pretty much a kid, but uh, me saying, you know, all I ever wanted to do was go fishing with Bill Dance. And now I'm living that reality. So it's, it's pretty special to me. Yeah, that is amazing, man. I'll tell you what, you never know how it's going to work out. Just, you're so fortunate. You know, one of those guys that had a dream and a passion and you've pursued it. You know, you've been super successful at it. Uh, today, the MRM Mississippi River Monsters is one of the three premier events, um, you know, on all of professional catfishing circuits. So, and then you got your picture and your name even on a, even on your own signature line of tackle. How cool is that? Right. Yeah, it's that's real cool, and and I'm you know I'm really blessed. Uh, I've been I've worked hard. I'm not going to say I have. I've, I've worked really hard for it, but I've, I've had a lot of good breaks. And I've met a lot of good people, and uh, and Bill probably you know the main influence of getting me to where i'm at you know he opened a lot of doors for me and uh he, he just helped me tremendously uh to have the success i've had you know and, and i'm humbled to that i realize that well you've sure done well and i'll tell you what we're really really proud to have you as part of our pro staff and a member of our team and and uh you know i know we promised you we'd only keep you for about 30 minutes today we've kept you for a while but it's truly been a joy having you on here um before we let you go though i do got to ask you something and, and we asked this just about everybody out there it started out with our duck hunters we would always ask hey at the end of the day you know or at the middle of the day if i'm getting hungry and i want to i want to reach into your blind bag and grab a snack what am i gonna find so that's kind of gone over with our fishing guys so george when you if you and i are out on the water and i want to reach over into your cooler and steal a snack what are you going to have on the water for us i'm gonna have the best ham and turkey sandwich from canales that you ever put in your mouth Ooh, man! I, you don't, I don't I know if you know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if you've heard of Canali hams, and you may have been from Tennessee. Oh yeah, over in Eads, Tennessee, where Bill lives. There's a little grocery store, and every fishing trip we go, he picks up those sandwiches. And you know, John Godwin off of Duck Dynasty. Oh yeah, he, he, he's a he's a sandwich. He calls them sandwiches. He's a sandwich eating food. <laughs> I mean, he loves his and last year me me and him and bill filmed a show a catfishing show for bill dance outdoors and bill knew that john loved sandwiches as he calls them and so bill brought those from canales and john said i have never eat a sand where did that come from he said that is the best sandwich i ever eat <laughs> and did you know those people are so famous for those sandwiches that they make twelve to, to fifteen hundred sandwiches per morning. Oh my gosh! To that's how many people come in and buy sandwiches for their lunch that day. But that's what you're most likely going to find when you get in the boat with us and go fishing. Now, other than that, 
My, my other than that, my nickname is Butterfinger through Bill, so I like these Butterfingers. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't. A, I didn't know. If, I didn't know. I didn't know if he called me that because I liked him or because I was a fat. But Butterfingers, <laughs> you know. Like, Let me tell you, I've had many a sandwich from Canales, and they are absolutely great. It's a wonder Bill's not dead because I. Yeah, Bill's two favorite. Bill's two favorite meals. Yeah both involve ham i'm pretty sure that his favorite <laughs> breakfast food is a is a charlie trips country ham from trip country ham yeah. <laughs> and his yeah. lunchtime yeah. meal is a canales ham sandwich am i wrong about that george <laughs> no you're not wrong you're 100 right <laughs> <laughs> you, you you are from you are from tennessee and no bill dance Oh yeah, I've had, I've had some country ham and red eye gravy. Let me tell you, I have. <laughs> Man, we are gonna have a hell of a time when we get out on the water. I cannot wait, dude. It, it's been just a pleasure to, to have you here today, hadn't it, Jason? Oh man, I I am actually blown away. And what we need to make sure you guys do is do some Facebook lives when you're out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I, I plan on doing a lot of uh, – people want to follow me on Facebook. I plan on doing a lot of live stuff with that new uh, Stormcat this year. So just stay tuned and uh, plan on doing a lot of stuff with Jay paul also. But uh, me and Bill, when Jay paul's not around, we'll, we'll do a lot of live feed out of that, that boat. So really going to cover that boat heavy this summer. Well, you're going to love it, man. I tell you what, I can't wait for you to get it. Of course, I'll be meeting up with you on the 29th at the Excel Boat Plant in Mountain View, Arkansas. Um, and everybody that listens to the podcast, be sure and check us out um, around between 1 and 3 Central Time on Thursday, the 29th of March. George and I will be coming live from uh, the factory there in Mountain View, and we'll have another pretty exciting thing to announce that George it's even going to be a surprise to you until I see you there that day so we're going to have some really really cool stuff for you guys coming up watch us on Facebook um, on our Excel Boats page on Thursday afternoon March 29th for me and George of course George will be on his page a lot with his new catfish boat and uh, most of all man we have had a great time having you here today thank you for taking some time out of your busy afternoon to join us hey thank you guys for having me it's my pleasure and uh it's my pleasure to represent excel boat uh just uh man let's let's go forward yeah thanks george uh i greatly appreciate it and i've actually learned more and more every time i hear it so uh, thank you yeah it has been a good thank time you. Well, folks, man, be sure to watch out. Got some big announcements coming along the way. And uh, be sure and follow our buddy George Young Jr., super professional cat fisherman and pro staff member for Excel Boats. On behalf of George, my talented co-host Jason Croxford, and of course myself, thank you for taking the time out today to listen to this edition of the Excel Boats on the X Podcast, powered by Mud Buddy Motors.